Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms, and I'm joined here, as always, with my partner in crime, Sam Schneider, and this is another episode of Jungle Talk. Woo! baby! This is an extremely special episode of Jungle Talk, because not only are we coming off a win, and a huge win, we get to blow the horn but because this was such a signature win we're also going to do the vintage mighty ducks quacker <laughs> so, <laughs> huge 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 today is a great day to be a bengal fan i know everybody's excited um a lot of streaks came to an end today we lo- the coin toss we lost our first coin toss in like 12 games yeah, but yeah. our losing streak to baltimore zach gets his first win against baltimore this was just uh this was just a great sunday so we'll go through and we'll preview it all sam i know you're itching to say something jump in i am i am i, I think it's funny that you brought out the uh, the the vintage quacker there because what i really wanted to kick off uh, was saying penny who that's right. Um, because it turns out Jamar Chase is kind of important to this team, if anybody didn't know. Yeah, that was uh it was that we're gonna there's a little bit of bad, we're gonna talk about it. Most of this is good, so just sit through the beginning of the bad, and then we're gonna get through all the good and and there's a lot of it. There's a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Today. You know how many you know how many notes I have about the good today, Mark? You have uh I have no notes. You don't need it because any. Uh, because I got I got plenty to say and I don't need stats or anything to reference or anything to look at right it's a good day to be a Bengal fan it sure is let's talk about it was a hard this was an even hard-fought game in the first half it was exactly what I expected this AFC North battle um both teams kind of moved the ball back and forth but didn't do anything but a couple field goals um one thing I noted that QB sneak they knew that was coming so oh, we, yeah. need to, we need to look at that footage. We got to we got to second and one a lot and then blew third down and ended up not converting on fourth down. There was a third down sneak where they knew that was coming. So we need to look and see what it was on that and change the formation, do something because because we can't run QB sneaks when they know to stuff the middle. Well, so. yeah. And and, you know, I think anybody that was that was watching, uh, watching at home w- saw that they all crept in right to the middle of the line. They were I mean, they telegraphed that they were ready for it. It sounded like uh, it, there was no surprise right. uh, for anybody watching. So those are the times when you you need that backup audible play, like something to, to switch to, because right. they were like, he's going to sneak it we're going to stop him. And I'm like, change the play, change the oh, play. And and you could see the defenders went low and Burrow was already a yard behind the line of scrimmage when he went yeah. in. I mean, the penetration was there. So we got to look into that. Um, Higgins, we targeted Higgins early and often in the first half. I thought that he blew a lot of opportunities. You know, I mistimed his jump on one, didn't make a couple catches. I mean, he had the easiest assignment and that was something that I didn't think Higgins had his best game today. Now, ultimately, the other guys around him stepped up and picked it up so it didn't cost us anything but but he had opportunities in the first half and i don't think he made the most of it i mean yeah and i I, i'll also say and i guess this is part of the bad um even though you know he ended up with 409 passing yards uh burrow did um in in the first half particularly the first quarter he just wasn't very sharp um he was he was sailing the ball a little bit. It was actually kind of, you know, I hate to say this because people are going to jump all over me, um, but as good as um, uh, Andy Dalton played in a lot of games, um, he always kind of had that first quarter where 
you know, he was sailing it a little bit or, and, and it usually was just that he was too excited. And, right. you know, I think maybe that was the, maybe that was an issue with Burrow uh, because I thought that I agree with you completely on, on the Higgins thing, but I also, you know, feel like some of those were harder catches than he should have had to make. Right. And then the last bad thing I have, and this just, I mean, we all know it is uh, um, the, uh, the, um, the interception by Burrow in the end zone. I mean, yeah. you just got to learn that. I know if you're going to chuck it, it's got to be out either in the corner where either Chase catches it or it's out of bounds, but you can't just float it up there with, with two guys there. You just, with I know you press the jump yeah, ball. Two defenders. There's, there's times where, and it was one where we would have had a chip shot field goal and got up 13. Now, as it worked out, the Baltimore got the ball back, went for it on fourth down at like their 40 and didn't make it. And we got the ball back. It didn't change anything. Um, it was kind of a trade-off, but I'd like to see those plays go away. It's really the one brain fart that Burr had today was just you know trying to force it when you don't need to we were up 10 take the three points keep the momentum going you know that kind of thing so right and that's the I last bad was, thing i have yeah i think he was just feeling a little invincible on that play and uh or or at that point in the game uh even though it was closer the game hadn't gotten out of hand yet um but you know you, you gotta know your coverage and and joe usually does he knows his coverage but he needed to, to recognize the fact that there were going to be two guys in that end zone. Right. Um, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. And also, he got flushed out really quick. I don't think he right. was expecting that pressure. Um, and so he just, I, you know, I think it was a knee-jerk reaction. So we can forgive him for it, you know, based on the way he played yeah. uh, the rest of the day, let alone the rest of the season. Um, but you know, since we got us, we got to say something that wasn't, wasn't great. Cause nothing's ever perfect. No. And you know um, what, if he throws it high and in the corner and he's standing, you know, on both feet, he was throwing off his back foot. So it just kind of floated, yeah. but it's an okay throw to make in double coverage. Cause Chase is far, definitely going to win the jump ball, but it's got to be over their heads. It can't be short and it can't be a floater. So yeah, it, ha you know. it has to be where only your guy can get yeah. it. So. Um, so that's, but, you know, like you said, as it turns out, uh, in the grand scheme of things, didn't really matter. Didn't matter. So let's, uh, let's go, go to the good right away. Um, you know, I said on Thursday, I said, we needed to play a clean game. We couldn't have a lot of penalties. We needed to, uh, uh, did the defense had to take charge and, um, and both of those things happened today. Uh, it was just, and we had to open up the playbook, no conservative play coin. And we opened up passing immediately. We passed yeah. two, the first couple downs. There was no mystery that, that Zach was opening up the playbook a, a, a lot. And, um, like I said, everything came together. It was a perfect storm today because everything yeah. I said we needed on Thursday actually happened. So, yeah, I mean, you know. and, and the, and as far as passing early, um, it was almost to the extent that, you know, when, when we were playing in a, in a closer game during the first half, I was like, man, we got, we're going to have to run the ball a little bit more than this. Um, because I think, I think Mixon had like 15 yards rushing halftime. I don't oh know. Again, I don't have notes, but um, I was like, man, we got to hand it off a little bit. And um, boy, was I wrong <laughs> because, oh. because it worked out, worked out perfectly in our favor. Uh, and then when we finally did start handing it off to Mixon and Samaje, both of them breaking off huge runs. And yeah. I'm not even just talking about the touchdown runs. I mean, you know, they're, they're hacking off 12 yards, 14 yards a clip 
um, which was really, really exciting to see. It's almost like, it's almost like at that point when we were, you know, well ahead, um, the Ravens didn't expect us to run, which is kind of the opposite of what any other team would do in the NFL. Um, you know, we were like, no, this is the part where you run and start the clock ticking. Um, and, uh, and boy, we were just hacking off big, big chunks of yardage and, uh, that felt really good. So, yeah, I, you know, I think Zach's play calling today was, I, it seems to get better every week, right? Well, it really does. He's growing. Like the rest of the team is growing. The offensive line is growing together. The defense is growing together. And Zach and Anna Rumor are growing as coaches. Callahan too. He gets to get, get tossed in here. We went for it on fourth down. We had the right call a couple times. I mean, like I said, this whole team is kind of maturing at the same time. And it's really, really exciting to see. I had the same thing down here. I said, running when it matters. We were able to, right. when we got ahead, we were able to really step on it. Mixon finished the day with 59 yards. He got 21 on one run. So, right. you know, you now you take it away and now you have 11 carries for 30 yards versus the 12 for 59. So it was, right. it was hard fought yardage, but it mattered. There were a couple of times we ran, you know, and got nine yards on first down off mixing runs. So, well, and, and speaking of pulling yardage out of stats, um, you know, uh, Jamar Chase had an 82 yard touchdown reception, which was absolutely glorious because it wasn't just air yards. It was catch and run. And he just left everybody in the dust. Hmm. Take those 82 yards out. He's still just right around 120 yards received. Seven, he would be seven point. for 120 for 119. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That, that's insane. And, and, you know, uh, I, I've got a friend, Joe Nader, that let me know that um, uh, they were talking about Baltimore, I think, hasn't allowed more than 82 yards to a single receiver in uh, upteenth number of games. I don't know if it's just this season or if it dates back to last season or not. Right. So, you know, having, uh, having our, our rookie who is well on his way to rookie of the year, provided he stays healthy. Yes. Um, definitely, you know, having him blow up for 201 yards receiving is just, I mean, God, that makes you feel good. Not just doing it, but doing it in Baltimore against what they did to Herbert last week. Everybody's talking. I just don't see the Bengals. Look, they look like the Ravens have finally figured it out. Look what they did to Herbert. And it's like, we just went in there and said, what you guys did that to Herbert. We don't care. You know, the attitude and the confidence, it's amazing. Uh, The last thing on the play calling, you know, the fourth down call, I liked it. Remember I talk about when we went for it in midfield, I like it when it immediately leads to points. You get the first down, you're probably going to score. That's what set up the first field goal. So I really like that, that gutsy play call. 17, we got our 17th sack today in the second quarter. We had 17 sacks all last year. All of okay. last year. So Hendrickson got his sixth later. So we've more, we had to be at four or five sacks today. We more than eclipsed that number of 17. Let's just keep rolling. Well, listen, we've already almost doubled our win total. We know. had, we had, we had at least five. I don't know if we got another one after that. We had at least five, and Hubbard had two and a half today, I believe. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you know, that was one of the big sticking points last year for this defense is you point to it and you say, we're not getting to the quarterback, man. Lamar Jackson was harassed yes. all day long yes. today. Um, if he wasn't the athlete that he is, um, you know, if he was someone else, he'd have been in the grass so many times. 
Um, I mean, it, it would have been an eight, nine, 10 sack day against a different quarterback, but you know, Lamar's a little slippery. So he gets out of there um, really well. He's a tremendous athlete, yeah. but being able to bring him down, you know, five times at least is really, I mean, that really says something about the statement that the defense made today. Oh, absolutely. You know, one of the plays I was going to talk about this later, but you just opened it up. So I'll talk about it now. The play where, uh, Villanueva gets called for holding on Hendrickson, oh. and he's sitting there. They're standing next to each other and they're talking. And Hendrickson's pointing up at the scoreboard, the mon- the the replay, and says, right. "Watch, watch!" And he's talking trash to him. And you see, Villanueva has nothing to say. I mean, you blatantly yeah. held the guy. That's what led to the run. And you just see them all walking back. But I just loved him just standing there, <laughs> pointing to the replay on the scoreboard. And uh, yeah, just, and you that know, was just this- a, that was just a, a, a real. It was a tasty moment because. Also was against Villanueva, who's been, you know, a hated, you know, lineman for it for the Steelers all those seasons. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I think that I think there's there's a lot of depth in that in that situation there, um, because, you know, this could be a completely different conversation um, if Hendrickson gets flagged for taunting or something right, like that. Right in that situation, but maybe the refs didn't see it. But at the same time, as a Bengals fan, you don't usually get those kind of opportunities. So when you get to see your guy say like, do the things that other teams have done to us, um, that feels really good. And speaking of, speaking of the Steelers and Villanueva, I don't know if you caught this, but um, I wonder how many people, you know, choked on their Pramati brothers uh, sandwich after the game when Bill Cowher said who day uh, oh. in, the, in, the, in the post game wrap up. Hey, uh, I mean, there were probably Steeler fans spitting out food. Right. So no, that was, so I had that towards the end. Um, I love the response Burrow took, and I don't say it's a cheap shot, but it was an extra step and then a shove in the back. We yep. got to roughing the passer, added to, and we were sitting there at a, we had a nine yard completion or something. So now I go, great. Here we are in a second and one again. Now we're going to go third and one. You know, we had done a sequence of those. And then Burrow just comes back and hits Uzama for the touchdown. I just straight loved, to for the touchdown. Love the response. I mean, you get roughed and immediately you go for the jugular bang. And, know, and let's, so. and let's, and let's, let's, let's talk about Uzama for a second because um, you know, on, on his first touchdown, um, he, man, he faked the DB out of his shoes. Yeah. I mean, absolutely out of his shoes and then laid a nasty stiff arm on him. Yeah. Uh, it was Humphreys. In, yeah. In order to get into the end zone. And then later on, on the second one, he didn't even have to fake anybody out of, out of their shoes. He just ran free. Right. I mean, they were expecting him to stop in the flat or stop in the soft spot of the zone. And he just went. I mean, it's amazing that he didn't jump up and down and go, here I am, here I am, here I am. No. But he didn't need to because Joey saw him no. um, and 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 hit him in stride. And gosh, that was one of the one of the easier touchdowns I can remember the Bengals scoring in the last several years. Yeah, well that, and let's talk about let's give some love to the offensive line. I know Burrow got hit, they sent a lot of pressure. all day long and you know what we got our first penalty with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter they went three and a half quarters penalty free with all that pressure 
and everything that Baltimore was throwing at him. Burrow was heady. He he bought himself time, did exactly what he needed to do. And the offensive line did just enough. I mean, this is a tough defense. They're going to put pressure just like we put sure. pressure on Jackson. So I got to give kudos. Like I said, all the way around, this was just a great, great team win. It really yeah, was. Yeah, and, and what you're talking about right now is discipline. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, for any for any of the haters out there, I, I think that's one thing that Zach Taylor has really brought to this franchise. Um, it's a young team, uh, which you would not expect to be this disciplined thus far, um, but they're extremely disciplined. And you, you need to look no further than the fact that, you know, Harbaugh got got kind of arrogant. And that's one of the reasons that uh, the Ravens game got away from them. You know what I mean? Going forward on fourth and seven on his own, you know, what, 35 or 40 right. or whatever um, and stopping them. And the, uh, the other series that, it, that I'm reminded of is, you know, when they were going to do it on fourth and five, they were clearly trying to draw us off and they false started. And then on fourth and 10, they are fourth and 15. They decided to try it again. And, and they, they fall start. start. Yes. And, and he still went for it. On yeah. 15, he still yeah. went for and, it. And meanwhile, and, and you fully, you know, expect, I don't care who you are. It's it's not whether you're a Bengals fan or or you're used to seeing this sort of thing or you're a fan of a team that, you know, uh, has had some really bad years or, or has been undisciplined in the past. But in general, I think most football fans kind of expect their team to jump off. At, right. at that moment you know what i mean especially on back-to-back -back ones um one of them you're gonna get ding and so to see this team as young as it is um a broken record take fourth youngest team in the nfl um to see them remain disciplined and say we're not jumping but we're also still ready if you snap the ball right um, boy that is really encouraging yeah no it was like I said, it, it, there's just so much to be happy about with this win. So with this win, guys, first of all, we take sole possession of the, of the first place. We're 2-0 in the division. I mean, we're sitting here at 5-2, and two and we beat, we've already won road games in Pittsburgh and in Baltimore. We get right. Cleveland in a couple weeks in the jungle. We can go into our bye 3-0. At the at, uh, division wise, I mean, we're this, like I said, this, uh, this is just a really, really sweet moment for Bengal fans. And you're watching this team just kind of come together as the season goes coaching line, everything just maturing. And you just, it, it feels great what we're seeing. So, well, and it, it bears mentioning, I mean, not that, you know, it's too early to be, you know, standings watching at this point. Um, but not only do we take, you know, possession of first place in the AFC North, but we're first place in the AFC. Like if the playoffs started today, we would have the bye. Right. Um, we, well, I didn't we even would, realize that. Yeah. Yeah. We would, we would be the number one seed in the uh, American football conference. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting too. It doesn't necessarily mean we're going to stay that way. It doesn't mean the the playoffs are starting tomorrow. So it doesn't really mean much of anything, but for a Bengals fan uh, right now, looking at this young team, you got to be, you got to be thrilled at the way they're playing. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's uh, 
like I said, uh, you know, the, the over under on the season wins before the season started was six and a half. And yeah. You're sitting at five and two. You got the Jets next week. I mean, you know, a lot of people, Chad Johnson, Anthony Munoz, they all said, hey, this is the easiest bet I've ever seen the over six and a half. I have money on it. And I'm just looking. You don't get paid till the end of the year, but we're already getting there before their bye week. Um, right. It's it's just incredible what's happening. So uh, just really, really enjoying what's going on. I, I wanted to mention one other thing, Mark, and that was a uh, uh, um, a quote that was told to me uh, from Dave Lapham, who said one of the keys to the game today was um, uh, don't harvest your teammates' crops. Um, and all that really means is trust that your your teammate is going to do his job and do your job. Don't feel like you need to go over and help him out. Don't feel like you need to do anything extra special. Don't feel like you you've got too much pressure on you. And I see that there's there's a there's a brotherhood in this team um, that's really really awesome. And they they trust each other across the board. And I'd be remiss. I'm completely switching gears here. I would be remiss not to mention how well Eli Apple played today. Yes. Um, because I have bashed him on every single show thus far. And today, not only did he play well in coverage, all of his tackles he wrapped up on, uh, whether it was solo or, you know, part of, uh, part of one with someone else. Um, so kudos for, for Eli Apple. I've bashed him enough. They only had him down for one tackle, but I know what you're talking about in terms of, you know, this defense played swarming. So it was delay, 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 and wait till help comes. And, right. and especially with Lamar, who's doing his little pachinko ball thing on the defense and right. you're trying to bounce him back until help arrives. And right. um, so he was part of a lot of the group stuff and he didn't, he didn't make the mistakes. He typically, he doesn't make football plays. He makes penalties. He didn't right. do that today. So no, and he did, he did a good job in coverage. I just, you know, I, I feel like, I bashed him for six weeks. So, um, you know, I recognize that he had a great game today. So um, props to him. And Awuzie was uh, just a monster. Awuzie, Hilton. I mean, you just look around. And Ricardo Allen had a couple big plays today, including getting a holding penalty on himself. They held him, which negated a uh, a gain for for Baltimore. So and, but and Darius Phillips and Darius Phillips ran forward on punt returns. I know. Can you? One time he tried to go backwards, but then he cut it up field. Yeah, he and ended did. up getting thirteen yards on the punt sideways. And then I said, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Field. All right, all right. There all we right. go. Now, now we've got him facing the right direction. So I mean, right. it's it's just it's basically you know anything negative that we've talked about this season. Um, it seems like they kind of fixed it today. Yeah, um, it doesn't mean that it's fixed for the whole season or anything, but um, boy, that, that it felt really good to see, you know, three offensive linemen come out and uh, the quarterback come out with, you know, what, seven minutes left in the game. Yeah, and Trey Hill was the first penalty. It was a yeah. backup lineman that came in and got our first penalty. Yeah, and I mean they they had so, Hill and they had uh, they had uh, two uh, basically the whole center to the right side of the line was completely new at the end of the game. Brandon Allen was playing uh, quarterback. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan was 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 the halfback, um, and uh, Jamar Chase was on the sideline too. But we, we were going to throw the ball anyway. Um, but you know it always feels good when you can see you pull all your starters and say you know, we, we can let our foot off the gas. Now we're good. And all that, I want to remind everybody, 
the composure of this team because to open up the second half, Lamar hits that long one to Hollywood Brown, who made a spectacular catch. It was unreal. unbelievable getting getting that that toe down before the knee touched the white line. Just an un- and it was a good coverage. It one was of, one, of, one of the better one of the better catches I've seen in in the last couple of years. And Lamar's throw was only where his guy could catch it, but that yep. happens right out of the locker room. This team all of a sudden, who was up 13-10, is now chasing 17-13. And what do we do? We go down the field and score a touchdown. We weren't yeah. rattled. We didn't do anything. And then kudos because we kept our foot on the gas. At no point did we say, okay, now let's go into clock management, all that. We kept scoring. It wasn't until we went up 17 that they really started bringing guys in. And uh, so kudos, to, like I said, it coaching, exec- execution, offense, defense, special team. It was a team win today. Yeah, there's something about there, there's something about the the body language and the eyes too. I think because um, even when you know we were talking about that bad interception by Burrow, and they cut to him just for a second when he was sitting over on the bench, and he had this look on his face that said, "I knew that could be an interception, but I don't care. I'm going to win this game anyway." Mm. Um, and you're like, "Oh, oh yes, nice. yeah. love to see that." I mean, oh, no. Joey, Joey franchise is showing up. He's setting all kinds of records. Jamar chase setting all kinds of records. Um, You know, if the defense keeps up like this, then we're going to win a lot more games. Yeah. And then one other thing you talked about Jamar chase. And I know I shot a a screenshot of this was uh, he became the first most receiving yards by rookie in his first seven games. He added to this, but at the time when he passed Anquan Bowden at 621, he was at 645. And this right. was in the second quarter. I mean, it's it's a 2014 Atlanta, Miami. So they're in the third quarter. So it's right. probably third quarter when he did this, but he passes Odell Beckham and Diggs. And so congratulations. That's a new record. And I know he yep. padded that number. So Pen- Penny, Penny, who? Penny, who? Penny, who? So, but no, all good. So uh, guys, enjoy it. Go watch Football Night in America. We are going to be one of the leads. This is a great day. We cannot have a letdown. We got a t- possible trap game next week. Sam and I will be back to cover that on Thursday because we're going into New York. This is the end of a, our, our three-game road trip. This is the final stop. Um, and tell them where they can find your stuff. I know we've been remiss. You write for Primetime Sports Talk. Absolutely. I do write for Primetime Sports Talk. Like Mark said, you can find us online at primetimesportstalk.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you. You can find Mark on Twitter at LA Bengals fan, uh, as well as most of the major platforms. Yeah. And you can find Primetime at Talk Primetime. But I have a question, Mark. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to see more of our content, um, how can they do that? Just hit that subscribe button. I think it's over there, right oh, there. Hit okay. that subscribe okay. button. Hit the bell if you want the alerts. That's all we ask is that you subscribe. You get this premium max package at How no much does charge. it cost? It costs nothing. You get this. What? Content free. Free. <sighs> Just support the channel. That's all we ask. So with that, Sam and I will be back on Thursday with our preview of the Jets game and uh, just enjoy the rest of today, everybody. Signature win for us, for Zach Taylor. Statement win by this team. That gets one more. Who day, everybody? Who day? Take care.